When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Hi Anna Hi Andrew And hey everybody else and welcome to our podcast, Scary, Scary Stories, Stories to Tell, to tell on, on the pod. pod. It is a haunted jack-o'-lantern full of slop, <laughs> grout, piss, and treats. And if you reach your hand in, you better believe it's going to be stinky. And oh, wow. Have you deleted your phone yet? <laughs> it's, I'm bad at this. I'm so bad at this part, Andrew. Anytime it's my turn, I'm like, I've lost us listeners. They I don't think it. that's true at all. I don't think that's true at all. I think uh, the confidence you bring to it almost always yields very positive results. Oh, thank you. Um, but yeah, it's a comedy podcast about friends who like ghosts. And, and it's it's not a serious ghost podcast. It's a silly ghost podcast. And joining us again today is the very wonderful Roz Dresvelez. Welcome back, Roz. Hi, thanks for having me. Our pleasure. It's so fun to have another Dres in the building. That's oh my god! True. Wow, I didn't I, even put that together. I, it uh, took me so long. <laughs> so, Roz, today we're going to be discussing a story from Alvin Schwartz and Stephen Gamble's "Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark" series. Now, were you aware of these books as a kid? I was aware of them. I feel like I read them, but more so, I think somebody read them to me, and then once I started reading. I was more like R.L. Stein, and, and yeah. actually, I jumped into Stephen King real young. Oh wow! Yeah. That's what, how young? Wow. Well, I was like a little kid on a playground with like a candy cigarette, being like, "Oh, these kids!" Like, I just <laughs> always wanted to be an adult, and so I honestly, like, as soon as I learned how to read, I was like, "Let's do Carrie. Let's try to do it." Like, yeah. Oh, I love knowing that. Wow. Yes. These that, kids. These kids smoking a cigarette. Wow. Um, so yeah, so like it's so funny, it's so funny getting a sense of where each guest's trajectory is in terms of these books. Because for some it was like forbidden, they can't read them. For others, it was like this is my bread and butter. I think what I love for you is it feels like a very um a step uh, towards a much more mature way of looking at scary things. Yeah, my parent it's so weird how my parents it it almost sounds abusive or something but they <laughs> they just kind of when it came to scary stuff they were like do it whatever you like go for it wow. like I don't know they liked it too I guess I don't know that maybe cuz they're Catholics I don't know sure and you said you saw The Shining very early? I did see The Is Shining it? very early. Um, Carrie and The Exorcist were the two that were my favorite. They're still like two of my favorite movies ever. And that's sort of my 
like I don't know a lot of people have their hocus pocus or whatever like I I needed the hard <laughs> stuff <laughs> <laughs> these kids yeah, yeah take the bumpers off yeah yes. wow <laughs> so Roz I believe we've sent you a story do you have it a ghost in the mirror <gasps> This is a scary game that young people sometimes play, trying to conjure up a ghost in their bathroom mirror. Many don't really believe that a ghost is going to appear, but they try to raise one anyway. For the fun and excitement, some are willing to settle for any ghost, but others have a particular ghost in mind. One of these is a ghost named Mary Worth. (laughs) <laughs> who is also known as Mary Jane and Bloody Mary. She is the heroine of an old comic strip, but some say she actually was a witch who was hanged at the infamous witch trials in Salem, Massachusetts in 1692. Heard of it? <laughs> Another of these ghosts is La Llorona. The weeping woman who wanders the streets of cities and towns from Texas to California and throughout Mexico looking for her lost child. Still another is Mary Wales, a young woman who is supposed to have been killed in a car accident in Indianapolis, Indiana, about 1965. Her ghost is one of the vanishing hitchhikers. It is said that again and again she thumbs a ride home in a passing car, then vanishes before she gets there. Here is how ghost hunters try to raise a ghost. One, they find a quiet bathroom, close the door, and turn off the lights. Two, while they stare at their faces in the mirror, They repeat the ghost's name, usually 47 times or 100 times. If any ghost will do, they say, any ghost, in place of a name. If they do manage to raise one, its face will slowly replace their face in the mirror. Some say a ghost is likely to be angry at being disturbed. If it gets angry enough, they say, it will try to shatter the mirror and come right into the room. But a player can always turn on the lights and send the ghost back to where it came from. And when that happens, the game is over. The end. The end. A ghost in the mirror. Excellent. Usually 47 times or 100 times. (laughs) Excuse me? But just think about like a ghost just sitting there like, okay, 45, 46, and then someone like changes, someone's mom knocks on the door. Ah, shit, I was so close. Oh my God. Just the ghost is in the wings like Natalie Portman in Black Swan, just like ready to go, yeah. waiting, counting. Yes, yeah, swing I also alternate. picture like Bloody Mary, like wherever she is, being like, oh God, these there's a couple of 12-year-olds in Des Moines at a slumber party that are calling me. I gotta go. Like, you're yeah. gonna chill here. I gotta go. I'll be back, girl. I just gotta go scare these kids real quick. <laughs> Don't eat my food. I'm coming back. <laughs> I'm coming I know back. I always leave it out. It won't give me food. I don't get sick. 
But it has to be fun, too. Like, I've always liked, um, well, I guess the pandemic kind of really made this a thing. But, like, during Christmas time, people post pictures at their family's house. And you're like, oh, I get to see what your their parents' decor looks like. I feel like <laughs> there must be an element of that as Bloody Mary. Like, you all of a sudden are like, oh, this is an interesting bathroom. Oh, my God. You guys have marble in here? Yeah. She's like, oh, beach beach bathrooms are back in, I guess. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, you're supposed oh. to be scaring us. She's all, how much did you pay for the? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you renovated the bathroom and you're renting? Okay. <laughs> is that bar soap in the shape of a sand dollar? Wow. <laughs> well, my bathroom is all themed around uh, drag icon Divine. Wow. And so wow. Bloody Mary would have a great time in here. I bet, I bet that would be Bloody Mary's first Divine bathroom, too. I would hope. Wow. Oh my God, of course. Oh, that rules. This is a kind of wild. Okay, so this is a wild story because it's not a story, it's describing a game. Um, it also it feels to me that it's lumping together a lot of very disparate female ghosts here in a way that I don't feel great about. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because Bloody Mary and La Llorona and and the Vanishing Hitchhiker are very different ghosts, right? Right. Yeah, now, they need to be independent women. They yeah, and like it's saying that like women love mirrors. Like, no, we don't. <laughs> I know, That's not really, where I want to be. It depends on the mirror too, you know? Yes. Yes, um, lighting is very important. It um, is. The, the, I actually, where I grew up in Michigan, we had – a um a vanishing hitchhiker kind of ghost a witch that ate a witch in um an area of grand rapids michigan and people would sometimes say that they would see this woman and then they'd pick her up and then she'd be you know gone look in the rear view mirror and she's not there oh my god her name was ada witch the ada witch yeah in ada Ada, michigan wow I have to say Ada Witch and Annie Ghost would be great uh, queen names. <laughs> that is really yes. good. Annie <laughs> Ghost, that uh, to me, I'm like something, if a kid can't think of any other ghost by name and they're just going to settle for any ghost whatsoever, I feel like maybe something is up at home. Well, know? that's chat roulette. <laughs> that is that, chat Again, roulette. yeah, this is the Ouija board yeah. effect. Wow. Exactly. Annie Ghost. Annie ghost. Why go Pick honey. Trouble? Yeah. It, oh, I worry. It also, it I find it funny that it's like, you know, when we talk about the amount of times the name is said is important, where it's like, it's at the number 47 that they start to get annoyed. You know? Right. Like, after th- after three, that's like why Beetlejuice works for me. Because it's like, after someone says my name three times and I haven't responded, that's annoying enough. You know? Mm-hmm. 47 times. Like, what kind of passive aggressive activity is that? Well, even Candyman, I think, is... Five times? That's right. Uh, I was actually just talking about this whole phenomenon because somebody sent me a story that they, after they saw Candyman, they attempted it and they believe that things happened. Um, but it's called, it's called cataptromancy. It's not an easy word. Cataptromancy, I believe, is how you say it. And it's been around for like forever where this idea of people looking into mirrors or puddles of water or crystal ball or whatever and seeing messages from the other side or gazes into the future or whatever. I mean, it's, it's something that a lot of people believe is like a real thing. And, you know, there's a lot of people that consult a crystal ball or a mirror or whatever um, for their advice or for, you know, for real. 
Yeah, one time my uh my husband, I was out of town and he just wanted to try he saw something on Reddit where if you light a candle and look at yourself in the mirror for a long enough time, your brain does a thing where your features start to begin to change. There's some actual scientific explanation for it. Yeah, Chris, uh, your husband Chris did this. Yes, yeah, that was and I think we discussed it on like maybe our second ever episode. But also yeah. to Chris I was like don't invite that into our home. I don't care that there's a scientific explanation. You can't be yeah, lighting he a said, candle. Didn't he say that his, his eyes floated off his face or something? Yeah, yeah, that it looked like Whoa. his features were melting. And he was um, sober. And he was sober. Also, this is the, this is the problem. I, like, Chris is a very uh, practical, pragmatic person, but I feel like sometimes he's a little too hungry for something supernatural to happen. And I'm like, <laughs> let's not invite anything untoward into our household, please. Well, okay. I lately, so I've had this podcast for like, I don't know, two and a half, three years, something like that. And so I'm looking for content. I want stories to tell. <laughs> and mm-hmm. as soon as I started this podcast, these ghosts started going, okay, like thirsty much? What? Like, seriously, like we liked you back before you wanted it. Now you're like desperate. So I don't know. Maybe that maybe that would work in your favor. That That's looking true. for it will make the ghost be like, we'd rather go scare some people that are completely innocent and want nothing to do with this. <laughs> now, Roz, did you ever attend a sleepover where uh, the Bloody Mary ritual was was performed? I don't think so. I, I do remember trying it with my like cousins or something one time, but we didn't try that hard. And yeah. um, I also had a grandma uh, that would appear. So. That's right. Of course. Uh, you didn't need to do Bloody Mary. <laughs> yeah, it was just I someone was, was there. Yeah. yeah, that's like, yeah, we got McDonald's at home of the ghost world, you know? P.S., let's talk about how iconic of a ghost that she has a drink named after her. Huge. Oh my god, that's right! Of uh, the best of all brunch drinks, that's the right. best. That, that comes There's with no a meal. Mimosa in it. ghost walking around here, right? It, it's <laughs> also one of the few cocktail drinks that separates that the um, the the celery is to keep it all mixed up, which I find interesting. It's actually not oh. like it's not just for the flavor, but sometimes I just get a tomato juice with celery because I like that. Me too. Yeah, on I, an I'm not gonna lie. I might do it every night before bed because <laughs> I'm sober and I can't drink and I pretend <gasps> that it's a cocktail. Oh that. my god, sisters, you and me. Oh, you sober too? Yes. Oh my god, I love that. Oh my god, yeah, Bloody Mary. It's so fun. I pretend. I literally buy either Bloody Mary mix <laughs> or mm-hmm. um, V8. <laughs> like, <I'm laughs> who drinks V8 these days? Me. Um, you. V8 and some Tabasco sauce, and I sit there and I go, mm, "This is my special drink." That. Now I know why grandmothers appear to you. <laughs> <laughs> this is my special drink. Yeah, I, I am very God. saddened by the lack of V8 in the world. Where the past three flights I've been on, I have asked for tomato juice, and they have been like, "What?" Like the the flight attendant has acted like that is an absolutely outrageous thing to request, and they haven't I had mean, it. I mean, yeah, you flying Southwest, Andrew? I no, I'm flying JetBlue. Well, that's weird because they should have Bloody Mary mix at least. They usually have that Mr. and Mrs. T's, which is real salty and delicious. (sighs) Mr. and Mrs. T. Oh, it's like a brand. Yeah. That's the brand. Yes. I don't know if it has anything to do with Mr. T and his wife. (laughs) I'm not sure. Oh, my God. Mrs. T. I'm married to Mr. T. I'm Elvira T. 
And I pity the fool <laughs> who won't drink my cocktail. <laughs> my no. wife isn't on the business and she gets upset when we don't hit our goals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm interested in bloody in bloody Mary too, like what because that's a relationship to Mary Queen of Scots as well. So is like mm. that where this originates from? The fact that she was executed, like is that where the ghost finds its origins? I know I've looked this up before. I just I wish that my brain was. Bigger. I'm sure we've <laughs> talked about it in this podcast too. But like, yeah, yeah, I think it is. Man, if we had a. a an on-site producer. They'll all be different. <laughs> or just just a nerd who liked us a lot. That would also yeah. be um, Yeah, I, I also think, like, when it comes to mirror ghosts, I wonder, like, if... The, because it is so... It's so well-known as a sleepover activity. Like, what was going on with... And I know this... It was, like, teenagers... Uh, teenagers in general but i feel like something was going on in like central america or middle america where kids wanted to see a ghost in a mirror and i like wonder if it was just boredom i think like latent horniness like no one <laughs> if you're not doing it <laughs> it's true. it's like it's like a, a form of um sexual activity to because something's happening right yeah you know it's a ritual and probably well, I, to be close to a bunch of people in a bathroom in the dark would feel kind of erotic Oh, yeah, yeah and I'm fun. scared. Let me hold on. <laughs> I'm so scared and scary and scared. Yeah. I, I also think that for me, now, this could be um, related to being, you know, a recovering alcoholic and drug addict. And um, I think just a lot of things with my life, um, being a drag queen, I don't know, where I've always... And not to sound ungrateful or anything, but I've just always been like, there's got to be more to this world. Like, I want to just like explode. I'm not Mm -hmm. content with the world I'm living in. And I think that when I was younger, I was always like, I want I want to find out more. Like, Mm -hmm. I want to know this can't be it. So, like, let's get the Ouija board out or something. I need a sign that there's something else here. That is really I, – I was just um, I was just reading this article about like why Harry Potter exploded in the way it did when it came out, which is just like a thing that borrows from a bunch of other successful fantasy franchises. And it is – it kind of speaks to that thing, Ross, of like, like it's just a whole generation of kids at a very particular time in their life where they're like, I just want another existence right now. <laughs> like yeah. I just – and it could have been anything. You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's like I I hope I hope there's still room for kind of ma and pa ghosts out there that everything hasn't just been so generalized in franchises in terms of fantasies that kids can have. <laughs> I love ma and pa ghosts. That is so cute. <laughs> the corner ghost, you know? So if you guys were going to cast a ghost, like mm. a, if you wanted to cast or cast an actor to play like a Mary Worth or an Annie Ghost in a movie. Who do you think would look good in a mirror? And this could be actors of any gender. Yeah. Um, I feel, you know, this might be basic, but I think Meryl would look great in a mirror. Oh, sure. She knows her angles. I mean, I probably would say this even if it didn't already come up. I would say Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah. 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 She's got the haunted bathroom. (laughs) We can. Yeah, we can. She also comes with a location we could shoot at. (laughs) It saves us a lot of money. (laughs) Yeah, I, I would like, for me, it's like, I think of, um, 
I think of kind of big personalities being contained in glass and having a lot to say about it. Like Jennifer Lewis, like if Jennifer Lewis popped oh, up my God. in a mirror, I think I would be thrilled by that. That's amazing. She would come through that mirror for sure. <laughs> and she'd, she'd sing and the glass would shatter. And then all the kids at the sleepover would clap. Oh my They'd God. They'd clap. Yeah. They, they wouldn't clean it up. That'd be mom's problem, would be as mom's always. Problem. And Jennifer Coolidge would still be there, like, in the medicine cabinet, like, I'm so sorry, uh, but, you know. I'd help, but I'm a ghost, and I'm in here. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I am just reading about her, the ghost in her mirror. So it was, um, uh, it's just two actors from Superstore have a podcast, um, or they, they were on an episode of Vulture's Two Friends, which is a podcast, and they talked about going to Jennifer Coolidge's Halloween party at her house, and she apparently, and they this is what they said, quote, you can't use the downstairs bathroom because the ghost of a little girl is in there, so you have to go upstairs to the bathroom next to the room for her kimonos. Yes. Oh. So I read that quote. Jennifer, oh my God. Not only is there a little girl ghost and you can't go in there, but she does have an entire room for her kimonos. I cannot believe it. And yet I can. And yet it makes every bit of sense to me. Wow. Well, I'm bringing it back around. One time she came to Golden Girls, I believe. <gasps> she came to one of those shows <gasps> and it was amazing. We took a <gasps> picture after. Oh, was she nice? <laughs> so nice. Oh, that makes me feel glad. Um, Roz, if you had a chance to ask Bloody Mary a question after she popped up in your mirror, uh-huh. what do you think you'd ask? I would ask her if she gets any kind of residuals of Bloody Marys. <laughs> yeah. That's a very good question. How does it pay or is it just, you know, exposure? I, yeah. Oh, I hope it's not just exposure. Who are her reps? You know, her and Arnold Palmer and, you know, all these other people that are named after drinks. What's the deal there? Was it a buyout? (laughs) (laughs) That is a very good point. I also love that at at certain restaurants you can't say Arnold or like you can say like half iced tea, half lemonade. That like an Arnold Palmer, they did end up trademarking. Oh. It's kind of like the Happy oh, Birthday song. Interest- oh, that's right. Yeah, the PGA owns it, I think. Yes, I think you're it's right. Like, it's like uh, WWE with The Rock. I know. Oh, that is hard. They own his name. That's why he's Dwayne. That's why he's Dwayne. Um, oh, my God. Well, Roz, thank you so much for so expertly reading uh, The Ghost in the Mirror. Oh, um, my pleasure. Um, f- Roz, did anything spooky happen to you this week? Well, I mean, just like these conversations that I'm constantly having for the podcast. Um, I, again, I just had that occult expert and she was telling me some like real spooky stuff. I mean, she's just like 20 years or more, I think, of like being in this game. So like talking to people like that. Andrew, do you, did anything spooky happen to you this week? Um, yes, I watched a very spooky movie. I watched a movie called The Night House. Oh. <gasps> with Rebecca Hall and it was so deeply chilling and effective and very little gore and I highly recommend it if you haven't seen it already that's the poster where it's the girl holding a hand with the knight yes yes it is so good and Roz I highly recommend that if you like watching scary movies in addition to hearing true ghost stories very very good how about you Anne anything spooky um, I also had something spooky happen to me this week, which was just watching something, um, which was uh, Jason and I watched the first episode of A Midnight Mass. Oh, oh yeah. Ross, and there was yet? 
No, okay. everyone's talking about Ooh, it. Ooh, I like it. It's so, <laughs> it's got such uneasy feelings. I really like it a lot. Um, yes. And it, it, it's it got some jump scares. And I just love Mike Flanagan. Yeah. Uh, I I watched Haunting of Hill House probably two years ago at this point, and it uh, still make me scared, you know? Yeah. He gets it. And I hear he's doing a um, Fall of the House of Usher, which I also really love. So that's exciting. He should do everything. I think he should do a Jurassic Park. Uh. <laughs> I started watching this old, this movie from the 80s that I somehow have never seen. It's an Italian horror film, which are always my favorites. And it's called mm. Stage Fright. And it's <gasps> on Shudder. Yes. And love have you Shutter. seen it? I have with the owl mask. Yes. Ooh. Yes. It's really good. Uh, I haven't it, finished it yet, but it's good. Super I, 80s theater, sexy, couple of like amazing gay men characters right? and very 80s. And the ending is so deeply surprising. Like I really was, I did not know where it was going. Yeah, I haven't gotten there yet. Okay, I won't. Then I won't say. I shan't say a thing. It's so fun. There's so much scary stuff. We have a little segment we like to call scary, scary ideas, ideas for, for things, things that, that could, could happen. happen. I'll go first. You sit down into a velvet easy chair outside the powder room at a nightclub in the 1920s, and your flapper beads get stuck in the seam between the cushions and you think oh oh no and then they get sucked down further and then you get sucked into the chair and then forevermore you are chair ghost that that could could happen happen. oh that's really good anna um thank you okay okay andrew you go here's mine You're at a smoky speakeasy that you've never been to before, and you sit down at the bar, and uh, the bartender says to you, what'll it be, with a smoky, craggy voice, and you say, I'll have whatever they're having, and you point to a person at the end of the bar, and then the bartender pours you a shot glass filled with blood. That That could happen. happen. That could happen. It's your first day as Bloody Mary. <laughs> and and your, your Bloody Mary phone is blowing up. And you're like, oh no. Okay, I've never done this before. But just like in training, they said, you just stand at the mirror and you stare. That's all you have to do. And then you get there <laughs> and you find out you got the wrong house. And now you're trapped in that house for forever. <gasps> That, that could, could happen. happen. Oh no! I God. hope it doesn't. That was a really good one. Thank you, um, Roz. We can't thank you enough for being on here today. Uh, can you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yeah, well, you can find me at my podcast called Ghosted by Roz Dresvelas. I have on celebrities, I have on experts, and everyday people on my show telling real paranormal stories. We've been getting a little UFO-y, <gasps> uh, but mainly yeah. we stay on the ghosts. Um, and some celebrities I've been on include Margaret Cho, Nicole Byer, Wendy McClendon Covey, Busy Ugh. Phillips, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Oh uh, so, so many fun people every Thursday. Go check it out. And I'm on Instagram at Roz Hernandez. Amazing. Thank you thank so God. much, Roz. And thank you, Anna. And thank you, Andrew. And thank you, Roz. And thank you. And 
Get, Get out. out forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Scary Stories to Tell on the Pod is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Produced by Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Chris Ryan. Cover art by Bats Langley. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash team. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. 